It's just about that time of the week. Time for the Weekly Weebs Podcast. Grab your friends, family, waifus, and husbandos, and join your favorite weebs for an exciting show of anime talk. Hosts Crimson, Frenchie, Wickwicky, and Zario Machini will review and suggest shows, talk about news from the industry, and tackle some of the biggest arguments in the world of anime. It's the Weekly Weebs Podcast, starting now. Hello, everybody. It's the best time of the week with your favorite weebs. It's the Weekly Weebs. Woo! What's up, guys? It's Zaria Machini, your host this week. And I've got some pretty sweet news that I just saw today. Uh, do you guys know the game Dead by Daylight? Yeah. yeah. So, pretty. No. Well, so for, for Wiki, pretty interesting premise. It's a multiplayer game where one person plays a killer it's usually one that's from like a, a movie uh, like a horror movie uh that's around the, around uh and then the other four players play people who are trying to survive and escape the killer well imagine playing a game like that but in the dragon ball world okay <laughs> dragon ball the breakers was announced oh, this is the game you're talking today. about uh, where one player plays a uh, Dragon Ball villain, they've announced both Cell and Frieza and Boo. And the other seven players uh, are playing just random people who are uh, apparently whisked into this like chaotic pocket dimension where you have to survive a... a murder scenario with either Cell, Boo, or Frieza. The game gives you... I watched the trailer for it. The game gives you a bunch of uh, of sweet, like, capsule gadgets that can try to help you escape. You have, like, sand escape pods to get you away from whoever's trying to kill you. Uh, the the type... You can have different types of characters. Like, there's one that who's, like, Oolong. So he's, like, a pig that can transform to hide in plain sight. So each survivor has their own brand of abilities. but <laughs> I just remember seeing a picture from it, and it was Bulma and Oolong. I'm like, now that you mentioned those villains, I'm like, yeah, that's going to be real helpful against those three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it Kid Boo or regular Boo? It doesn't it, matter. Uh, the trailer only showed Frieza. Or okay. not Frieza. It only showed Cell. Uh, it showed first form Cell, and as, it, as that player killed off the other uh, players would transform, go to second form, then eventually perfect cell, and huh. he would have more powers and stuff like that. So maybe it goes from like mo- or big boo to like skinny boo to kid boo. Probably I'm seems saying, like the yeah. better that the that the villain is doing, the more stronger, like the more powerful that they're gonna be. I can only imagine being chased by kid boo, like doing your stuff, turning around, kid boo is just fucking darting at you i'd be like well, i'd be more scared of a big giant majin boo was chasing after me <laughs> that's fair <laughs> yeah so i'm just sitting there <laughs> as he's running after you that sounds way more terrifying yeah than kid boo. you know yeah now you put it that way so yeah this yeah. uh it, it's part of <clears throat> the xenoverse mm-hmm. so it's part of like the all the altered timeline stuff uh, and expected to come out sometime in 2022 for the Switch, PS5, and whatever the fuck the new Xbox is. I don't know. Series the Xbox? The Xbox? Yeah, Xbox. Yeah, Xbox. Yeah, Xbox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
so pissed about the whole PS5 stuff that's going on right now. Yeah, so, you know, most people will probably have to get it on the Switch, which is fine. Yeah. But, and then to the 26 people on planet Earth who actually own and play uh, PS5, they might get to play it, but... God, yeah. pisses me off. Anyways. And then next to me. It's Frenchy here. Um, completely different news topic. <laughs> um, Jujutsu Kaisen. One of the biggest anime in the world right now. Getting ready for the movie and eventually season two. But, before either of those come out, I believe, (laughs) we're getting a different Jujutsu Kaisen movie called Jujutsu Kaisen. It is a porn parody (laughs) of Jujutsu Kaisen. It is going to be made by the adult film company TMA. It is expected to come out on Christmas. It will be $28 in the US. And while we don't know a lot about the casting, because I mean it's... Japanese porn actors, I don't know shit about that. They have confirmed that someone will be in a panda suit, and it is horrifying. <laughs> yeah, the Wiki, picture is really scary. Hey, Wiki, I will send you the picture. Christmas will not be coming early, but I will be. <laughs> Santa's not the only one coming that night. Yeah, it'll be releasing for $28 in the U.S. on December 25th. Merry fucking Christmas, I guess. Yeah. Literally. $28. That's a that's a deal for something like that. That's that's high quality in the making. How long is it? Two hours. Oh, long enough. Okay, you guys should watch Pokemon also. Just I only need 30 seconds. I don't know why we're getting two hours. Right. <laughs> we are not watching the Pokemon porno. That's nightmare <laughs> fuel. Maybe that's going to be the assignment. Oh, no. I will take the punishment if that's the assignment. No, like we just sit down and watch it for an episode. Like, that's what we talk oh, about. That, we, that's we the topic? Like, is us watching the porn? Yeah, I do pick the topic next week. Don't you fucking dare. Yeah, so that's my news. To my left. Hello, Crimson here. Uh, Back on more PG news, which apparently that's what our podcast isn't, um, My Hero Academia is going to be getting a live concert uh, Friday in Manhattan, New York. The uh, composer Yuki Hayashi will be attending Anime New York City uh, as well as uh, a concert featuring a rock band and orchestra will perform his music from the My Hero Academia anime. Uh, it's going to be at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And the concert commemorates the North American opening of World Heroes Mission, which is the third movie of the MHA film franchise. So uh, free tickets are available uh, till. They were available. <laughs> I just saw the time. It's Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm currently looking at our time wa- our watch. Uh, it is well past that. But uh, hey, like if you got your tickets, pump, like by the time this would come out yeah. anyway. <laughs> but if you got your tickets, let us know how it was. Woo! Hell yeah! Uh, I have to call you out on something though, real quick, Crimson, because you said it was going to be PG, and uh, my hero is at least TV 14. So, joining us from a pocket dimension of his own, we have... Hello. A pocket pussy dimension. Woo! Before I get into this pocket dimension of the pussy that I am inside, um, uh, I just want to state that I fucking hate that panda costume. (laughs) (laughs) As expected. God, that looks so fucking scary, dude. 
Imagine getting fucked by that. I don't want to. I'm totally about watching this, but now I'm not. Not about it. Not about it at all. all I'm right. not all part of it, except for the panda. <laughs> I don't like any of it. I'm sharing it on our page right now. Alright, where's... Good. Can I just lose my news? Yes, please. Hey, what? What is your news? Hey, Wiki, what's your news? This is... This is... This is Wiki Wiki. I'm a ginger with an iffy bag. Um... My news uh, today is a woman charged for selling 6.5 million yen in unauthorized Demon Slayer case. <laughs> which I think is fucking crazy. Which equivalates... I don't think that's a word. It equals out to uh, 56,000 US dollars, roughly. Jeez, since July 2019. And she was arrested knowing that she was doing this illegally. But uh, she made the charge saying that she... Holy shit, Bone, stop acting up. Believed the case would sell well with popular anime characters and that she knew this was a crime. Customers submitted their... Desired images when ordering cakes, and a production company noticed her cakes on Instagram in February and consulted with the police. You said as of 2019? Since July 2019. So she's been doing it for two years, and they just now are... Wow. I mean, hey, more power to her, but like... I mean, to be fair, that's like a minor a small bakery doing something and a national organization finally finding out about it but also like f- fuck whoever reported them to the police yeah <laughs> fuck the snake oh, it's, it's the company that uh it's the company like the the rights company that reported them they're the one that knows oh. some random joe Schmo. yeah yeah those guys fuck them <laughs> i there's nothing wrong with with making some fucking cakes like really i guess she could have just wrote a uh, fiend killer Instead of Demon Slayer, and probably would have been fine. Change, change the color of the Instead of checkers. Demon Slayer, it's Devil Killer. Yeah, exactly. It's it, Demon's Lair. Yeah. Like the, the, guys, <laughs> the two words are built into the name. Yeah, guys, there's three layers to the cakes, alright? It's a Demon's Lair cake. God! <laughs> Fucking idiots. Yo, honestly, if she did use that as her excuse accord, she probably would have got. She probably could have gotten away with it. And, you know, you got your main characters, Tan, Jiro, and Niz, Zuko. <laughs> Zen, Itsu, and Pig Boy. <laughs> Do love me some Pig Boy. I uh, love me some Pig Boy, too. Ino Saki? Ino Saki! What every Naruto fan wants. You got, they want Ino Saki? <laughs> yep. Well, you know, sucky, please. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, on to the topic at hand this week. Uh, so, I really love isekais, as everybody knows. Uh, Isakis? Isakis. Is it keys? No. The idea is K. Right. There we go. The idea of being just like a normal guy that just gets sucked into a fantasy world where all of a sudden all of their dreams come true and they have a harem and magic powers and basically become gods. It's a really, uh, it's a really appealing thing. But sometimes the worlds that they get sucked to are kind of shit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the world isn't shit. The rules of the yeah. dying is shit. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, so is the every rules, isekai. Yeah, the rules of that world 
are basically just like real life, like any other isekai world. Yeah. You die, you die. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, but, so today, I wanted to just talk about uh, some of these worlds, and specifically, if we uh, were in a world of an isekai, like, what would be an actual good world to live in? Uh, and so the the only like real rule for this was that when we are in this world, we are just ourselves. So it's not like, and if we were in Melremark, for instance, we wouldn't be one of the four cardinal heroes. We would just be us. Fair enough. Um, um. And what I did was I wrote down a bunch of the different worlds and separated them into uh, a good and bad categories. Uh, so I assume that you guys at least had one world in mind that you thought that you would uh, like to live in. So I'd just like to open there's up a... One world what? That I, there's one world that I knew would be very good for myself to live in. Every other world, the more I thought about it, I was like, I'm just going to die. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I'm a lot of them end up being. One. <laughs> Uh, so, for, for instance, uh, one of the, the first one that I wrote down for a bad world to be in... Before you start, what is our definition for isekai in this scenario? It, so, what, what for I the mean, viewers at home, uh, so, listeners. So, for the listeners, in isekai specifically refers to a show where the main character is from Earth... And they are transported into a different world, usually a virtual world, a fantasy world, just anything that's no longer the world that they are from. Whether it's like a warp gate, dying and being reincarnated, or shadow realm, being put yeah. into a video game. Yep. So as long as uh, as long as somebody uh, is somewhere where they are not originally from, then that that's that's what matters. All right. Uh, for so, like one that I did when I was thinking of them as a place that would absolutely suck to live in, just as like a small example, would be uh, in Inuyasha, their version of feudal Japan. For one thing, it's just feudal Japan with all of the science and me medicine available in you know the 13th century. Right. And then there's just tons of demons everywhere. And, like, no actual protection for normal people. Yeah, no. If a demon wants to attack you, you're pretty much dead. Unless <laughs> you happen to be around Inuyasha and Kagome. Even then, like, they show up late to a lot of things. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. So, here's a question for you. Because mm -hmm. I know there's a theory going around about it. I wouldn't stop. I, I don't want to say what my thought about it is beforehand. There's a theory that... In Black Clover, Captain Yami was isekai'd to this world. Well, yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. Thoughts. I'm 100% in favor of that. I love that theory. Uh, I do love the theory. It's not confirmed, though. So I don't think I would include it in this... Fair uh, enough. ...as, like, a possible world to live in. I think a really... Fair enough. Um, I do think a really good world that, uh, to live in... Um, would be from uh, Jobless Reincarnation. I mean, the noble, like the nobles are the nobles. They are, they're exactly what you would expect it to be. But even like the commoners, 
from what we've seen, they've still got it pretty decent. That's true. We don't see like there there is a a clear class system, but even when we see the the village that uh, Rudy is from, that he was born into, it's uh, still pretty good. Yeah, all of the farmers seem to be doing at least pretty well for themselves. Nobody seems uh, like, in terms of the humans, at least nobody seems like oppressed. Yeah, and like same with like the, for lack of a better term, demon race. Um, they're kind of left to themselves. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So the demon continent is its own, essentially its own kingdom. And yeah. My, my, my thing about it, right, is I thought of that of being a good world to live in, right? But when I said there was only one world I'd be okay with living in, that wasn't it. Reason being, I feel like that world would be terrible to live in. Yes, you have that cool little life you could live and be, like, perfectly fine. But from when we were introduced in the world that we are seeing, it is going to shit very fast. And That's monsters fair. are attacking more frequently and everything's rising up. Fair. So from what I've seen in that aspect, I'm not about to get hit by eaten by a wolf. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not happening. That's fair. The one that kind of jumped out to me that outside of, like, you know, kind of the racism that's kind of built into the show, but, you know, everyone kind of keeps to themselves in their own kingdoms, is uh, No Game, No Life. Yes. It's it's an isekai world. It's just games. Literally, you just play games. I haven't seen that D- one yet. That Dis- was one on my list. Discord it's, is one of the best fantasy worlds. Yeah. It's all about games and horniness. Crimson, you would love it. <laughs> so the, the laws of the universe in Discboard is that there is no conflict. There's no fighting and no war. It's not possible. All conflicts are settled through games. That does sound like a pretty perfect world. Yeah. yeah. And the main two characters are really interesting because they they're overpowered main characters like every isekai but it's because they don't lose games. Like that's yeah. their overpoweredness. They just don't lose. Yeah. yeah. In theory, they're overpowered the same way that Kirito is. They're just really good at playing a video game. Yeah. It's just that these two are really good at playing every game. Yeah, and just like Kirito, they're, you know, in real life, they are the best gamers in the world. And there is one problem with Discboard, and it's a pretty glaring problem for regular people like us. Uh, one of the final rule of, or the second to last rule, because have fun is the last rule, uh, but. Uh, one of the rules of the universe is that uh, you're not allowed to be caught cheating. But we learn pretty quickly in the show that you are allowed to cheat. In fact, it's encouraged. So if you're Just as long as you don't get caught. Exactly. If you get caught Ooh. cheating, you automatically lose whatever game. And you can put anything up. So uh, I think if, if we did live in Discord, I think we would do pretty well uh, as, as people there. But uh, once or twice, we might end up homeless on the street. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been homeless 24-7. I am not smart enough to pull off any of that shit. Well, it can be any game. It can be strength or uh, feats of strength. It can be... I could go challenge someone to a fucking free throw contest. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's the challenger who picks the rules of the game. You could do, like, RP, uh, not RPG, uh, like a uh, first-person shooter if you wanted to. Yeah. I'm not that, I, I push things in those games that I shouldn't be pushing. I'm I'm not smart. I don't explain it. You can go play a three-year-old. <laughs> if they I'm accept the challenge, bad. you get to. 
as the challenger, if they accept the challenge, you get to pick the rules. You can yeah. play whack-a-mole if you wanted to. You could play whack-a-cole. That's true. God like, damn it. They can pick the rules. I could be like, hey, I'm going to challenge you to a thing. And the three-year-old will be like, okay. And I'm like, fuck, it's sweet. And then I'll be like, all right, we're going to play rock, paper, scissors. But you can only throw paper, and I can only throw scissors. Yeah. Yeah, they still have to agree to it, but... I actually think that exact scenario happens in the show. That's hilarious. I stopped watching the show because of the animation. I never finished it. Oh, I love the animation. It's yeah, just... it's only like, what, ten episodes? It's, yeah. It's the red tone for me and the red outlines. <laughs> it just fucks me yeah. a The word association game is my favorite part. I think it's so fucking funny. Dude, that one is awesome. But imagine playing a game where you have to say a word that starts with the last letter of the word the other person said, and you're playing it against a succubus. Mm-hmm. Oh. Who's a fucking brilliant genius. And, and wasn't it uh, every time that they said a word, it, it would either disappear or appear if it didn't exist already? Yes. So one of his words was naughty bits. <laughs> And uh, did they do thermonuclear detonation? Mm-hmm. Uh, one, I think, was oxygen. And that's how he ended up winning, because he had the word written down knowing that she would use that word. Yeah, that, I think, was a great isekai world to get sent into. I think a really bad world would be uh, Promise Neverland. That's not an isekai world. It's not an isekai. It's... I mean, they were born into that world. Yes. It, it's kind but, of a reverse isekai at the end when they, yeah. go, when they go to Earth. But that's where... Or go to the human side. That's, yeah, see, that's yeah, where they But it's still the little... same world. It's just there's a wall. It's like saying that Mexico's a different world because there's a fence in it. Is it the same world? Because yeah. we see them go through a door. Yeah. They explain that the world was divided in half. Oh, Disregard. We've actually had that conversation. When we did the Isekai episode, we had that conversation about Promise Neverland. Yeah. I forgot because uh, season two bullshit. Yeah. But that'd be like saying that uh, Attack on Titan's an Isekai, which it's not. Yeah. Uh, That's fair. It's just an an adventure where you discover new land. If we're talking Terrible Worlds, another one that I thought might be good, uh, but the more I thought about it, the more I was like, man, this place sucks. Uh, the New World from Overlord. I was just thinking Overlord. Like, that would be shit. Yeah, because the kingdoms on the surface, they seem fine. But with, like, the three different kingdoms we see, none of the human kingdoms really are treated well. Like, even the one that has the the nice old king, nobody listens to him. So everything's just kind of... And if you're human, you're... Automatically an enemy of Vines will go. Yes, just by default. He so. just wiped out a hundred thousand people for fun. Yeah, good. Yeah, it didn't even require his strongest spell. Yep. Like Vines will go might be the most OP Isekai main character in any show. Yeah, and there's tons of tons of high level monsters and demons that are roaming around that entire world that seem like no big deal because we watch them get obliterated by Ainz, but But, when we compare them to us... (laughs) Yeah. I personally, I... Another world I don't think I'd be a fan of doing is uh, the Rising of Shield Hero. He mentioned that one. 
Melramark. Oh, that's Melramark. Yeah, well, I, I Melty and Malty Melramark. Yeah, I, me- I, I mentioned that. Um, all I mentioned about it was that if we were there, we would just be mm. our normal selves and not a hero. But I agree, it would not be a good place. The to waves not fun. The no. waves aren't fun. The freaking king is a dickhead, for lack of better terms. Yep, and he's de facto in charge whenever the actual ruler, his wife, is gone. Yeah, which is a lot. I'm just gonna say most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I don't think that would be a girl. I, I wouldn't like that. And slavery is still legal. I wouldn't like that. No, not not one bit. It's also kind of yeah, and incredible racism towards the beast people. Mm-hmm. And also, we got an isekai inside of an isekai. True. <laughs> but I would, I would not mind living in the uh, reincarnated slime world. Even with the way things are going now, the only reason that things are going the way they are now is because of Rimuru. Otherwise, I don't think it would be that bad. But how is it as a human? I mean, if you're on the human continent, they seem like they've got it, or the human kingdom, they they seem like they've got it pretty good. Plus, you could join, you know, as far as I know, none of the races, like, elves and dwarves are necessarily, like, against each other. I think the elves and the dwarves maybe have some beef, but as a human, you could probably vibe with the dwarves and be fine, from what I've seen. Plus, they make some really cool shit. You just ask them, hey, I need some stuff, and they're like, I got you. (laughs) True. What were you saying, Wiki? I was saying that when you when I said something, it was what if you were human. I said, "Well, have you seen the human city? It's pretty. It's pretty nice." Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That would probably be a really good one to to live in. That might be one of the better, like one of the better, if not probably one of the best worlds to live in, because you know nobody really okay, fucks no, with you guys as long as you're not a monster, head, right? So we're going in as ourselves into worlds where they have established rules saying, let's say jobless, or like say, or say Black Clover, where everybody has magic. Is there a potential for us to gain magic and stuff in these worlds? Yeah. Based off the world's rules that we live in? It would, de- it would depend on the rules of the world itself. Because uh, something like... Um, let me see here. I, I, I wrote one. I mean, I know here. slime has, like, based on your magicules, and I know that yeah. jobless reincarnation, you would uh, it, you would recite incantations and you'd build your mana through your body over time. Yeah, yeah. So something like jobless, anybody can learn magic. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's just, uh, so if you were in that world, it would be as open to you as it is for, uh, for Rudy. Yeah, you know, or for for any for uh, any of the people that we see just picking it up and learning it. But if it was if we did include black clover, uh, then you know your magic would be based off of whatever the fuck you were lucky to get if you were put in that world. I guess. So if because you're, you're not born with it, so. yeah. So if you were isekai there, you'd have no magic. But if you're reincarnated Probably. there, it's a matter of what family you get reincarnated in with. Well, no, I would say if you're isekai there, you can still possibly have magic. It's just based off the rules of the world. They're saying that people there have things. So you know what I mean? So we would probably be commoners then at that point because we wouldn't be established royalty. Well, again, it, it, de- it depends. It doesn't matter if you're royalty or not because everybody has magic. You would 
have to figure out where your grandma would be. It's just you'd have to go and figure it. You know, you, get, you guys get what I'm saying? Oh, so I'm, I'm going to go back to um, Resident Shield here for a second. If we're summoned into the world, get isekai into the world, the only way we've seen people get isekai in is as a weapon hero. So yes. I would assume if we're getting isekai into that world, it would have to be, like, by the rules of the world, we'd have to be one of the legendary heroes. But I'm mostly talking about if we're just living there in the world. Okay. Not, yeah, if we weren't getting isekai for a specific reason, if we just if we had a choice of living in a world, given the rules of the world, specifically because the people who get isekai in end up being OP. Well, then, and, we, yeah, we would live with the rules of the world for the people that live there. So, so jobless reincarnation, you are born with a certain amount of mana. Yep. Yeah. But uh, you can exercise that like you exercise your body. Yeah, it's just like having a quirk in MHA. Yeah. Trying to think of other ones. I mean, if you want to be technical, fairy tales got an isekai arc. Yeah, but that isekai arc's weird. You yeah. go from having magic to a world where there is no magic. Yeah, I, I was trying to look at a lot of like non isekai shows that have isekai uh, like seasons, and most of them, I'm like, oh, I can't really think about if I would want to actually like live there or not. Edelus is really interesting. I would love it because of all the flying cats, but that's personal. Thing. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. Honestly, the world of Einkrad would not be a bad place to live. To a degree. It, it's, it's a world that is like specifically designed to kill you. And that's, that's the biggest negative about it, you know? But you can also be an adventurer and literally spend your entire life in the town of Beginnings. That's true. That is true. There's a large portion of the players that are trapped there that do exactly that. Yeah. You don't have to be the best person to go fight out and you could just go kill things and get enough food for yourself and just chill. If you are fine with not escaping Aincrad, you could just live there. Yeah. yeah. Because you can uh, develop like cooking skills and stuff like that in the game. Now would that also would that same rule of Aincrad apply to the other worlds in SAO? Uh, Gun Gale and Lion, there are no, like, NPCs, really. Yeah, everything's... But like, they're all players, also. Yeah. SAO's a difficult one. Alicization, though, would probably be... Alicization would actually... In Underworld, wouldn't be a bad place to live, because there's haven't set rules. Huh? Man. Still haven't seen Underworld. No, yet. but Alicization takes place in the world of Underworld. Yeah. That, that, Season 4 is just the war of Underworld, between the Dark Territory and... Oh, uh, yeah. The world as a whole is known as the oh. Underworld. I wouldn't mind living in there. I think it'd be awful, and it's entirely because of the of the rule system that they have. You oh, remember? I, yep. Alice's entire life was destroyed because a fingernail's worth of, of her body went beyond a threshold. Like they have zero room for error. Let's just say though. Her life would have been great if not for Kirito wanting them to go get fucking ice. That's true. Actually, for my... Kirito ruins everything. Yeah. yeah. But for, also, like, there's that emotions. whole... There's also yeah. the whole, like... Uh, what is it? Like, the noble versus the pages or something like that rule based oh, on nobility. Yeah, the, the class system in that world is complete garbage because yeah. nobles can decide Do, but... not to follow rules because their word is the rule. Yeah. 
Uh, so that's another reason why I, a big pro that it has, though, um, against a lot of all these other isekai rules, anybody can learn magic. Yeah. And there's not, like, actually a limit to it. Anyone can learn magic. Everyone has a job and a house. Yeah. The, the job thing is also kind of shitty, though, because it's kind of the same as the Futurama career chip, where you yeah. just, you're stuck with one thing for most likely your entire life. Yeah, but it is steady income, and you don't have to worry about being homeless. That's true. That's what I'm saying. As a normal, common person, the world of Underworld is not the worst place to live. It's not. It's just, uh, really, it's that church and the nobles that... Or the, the shitty part. Also, honestly, outside of um, fucking Sugo, ALO would be real fun. Everyone can use magic. Everyone can fly. Yeah. There's just racism between the players. <laughs> between the, But if you stay in your own territory, you're fine. Yeah. Would Angel Beats be considered East? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You I'll died be- and reborn in the afterlife. I don't think that wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, except you have to go to high school every day for the rest of eternity. I'd probably spend a lot of time in that trap room. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be honest. No, don't do it! He's dead! I think that would be pretty fun. Yeah. Eventually, like, it would be it would be painful at first, admittedly. But, like, I think over time, you'd just be so used to it and stuff that, like, you just eventually grow numb to the pain. you just kind of, like... I, I mean, your your brain has to do something to... If, if you're convinced... If you know without a shadow of a doubt that you'll be fine, your brain has to do something to, like, confirm that and make the pain not as bad. Yeah. What were you going to say? I thought you were going to say something. Oh, I was, uh, was going to ask Wiki. Uh, Wiki, you said that you had one world that you think that you can for sure survive in. What, what one is that? All right, you ready for this? Because I thought about this pretty hard. And that is that is the world. We'll see. Now this is the kind of this is this is a funny thing. Okay, uh, it's not necessarily a world that I get to choose or I get put in. It's it's a overly cautious hero. <laughs> oh jeez. Where the god the goddess chooses me and then puts me into a world where I can appropriately, you know, do stuff. You know what I'm saying? And uh, because of that. And there is a leveling system in there by working out and training, and I can also train with the gods to make sure I could survive. You know what I'm saying? So what you're basically saying is you're hoping that if you were to go to that world, you would want it to be by the gods' means and not by other means. It's just because, like, if I'm being isekai, right, or if I'm living in an isekai world, the Isekai world that we are shown is the world of the gods, because that they're bringing the people to the god realm. So, so you, so the world that you specifically want to be from is the the god realm. Yes, because that's where they're getting Isekai to first, See? and then from the god realm, the heroes are being placed in other worlds to be heroes of that world. And then they'll get sent back to Earth when they're done, I think. So, if I remember correctly. Or they could potentially become a god. But I'd be isekai'd into the god world, and I would be completely fine. And I wouldn't die. Well, right, but we're not getting isekai'd in this discussion. We're just, we just live there. So yeah, you yeah, just, no, I'd, be, I'd be fine. I'd so, live there and I'd be good. Yeah, so you're just a guy that lives in the god realm? Yeah. I, you know what? That... You'd probably live a pretty happy life. 
Exactly. Uh, I mean, the the gods of uh, death and war kind of destroy a lot of things, but uh, that archery goddess is pretty horny all the time, so... You still need to watch it. It's really good. I would do well off. I would do well off. I feel like that's a very good decision. I thought about this for a while. Let me tell you. I was going through worlds, and I was like, where would I want to live? I would die there. I would die there. But you know where I wouldn't die? In the goddess realm. The god realm. Yeah. Yeah, you can't, you can't go to any of the worlds that they send the isekai people to, because those are the worlds that need saving, so they just automatically suck. Yeah. But yeah, the, the god realm, that's a pretty good loophole. I feel it worked, like, right? Hell yeah. I feel like Devil is a part-timer is definitely one of those, like, also reverse isekais. Yeah. Yeah, because right. he's just living here. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't want to live in the world that he was from, though. Yeah. That would definitely suck. Yeah, that war looked like it high-key sucked major ass. Uh, so the with, with with all the thinking that I did and comparing like pros and cons of, of all these worlds, there were two isekai worlds that, that really stood out to me. Actually, there were three, but we already talked about Discord. Um, so honestly, I think, Frenchie, I think you're the only one that still understands this, but Wise Man's Grandson... Yes. It's, I had that on my list. It's an awesome world. It's really similar to uh, Jobless Reincarnation. Like, they're almost the exact same show, but... Uh, Just, he's not horny. He's, he's, yeah, he's not horny. Anybody can learn magic. Anybody. It's just something that, that people can do, which is automatically a plus for me. If, if a commoner, just any random person can learn magic, it's automatically a better world for me. Um, that's fair. It's especially good when we, when uh, we realize that he, he's better at magic because of his knowledge of our world's science, and he uses that to make his magic better. Uh, so if we are ourselves in just that world, we would also know about this world's magic. Or about this world science. Yeah, I don't know fucking shit about science, though, bro. <laughs> well, it's it, he does even like really like kind of simple things. Like he makes his fire magic way more destructive because he knows that fire feeds on oxygen. So he's using a normal fire spell, but then also using magic to condense the oxygen to make the fire. <laughs> so it's like it's stuff like that, or or you know you can. Make a wind tunnel to make like a like a funnel for your water. Wind tunnel. Yeah, you know stuff like that. Uh, it, it's just it's one of those worlds where, just off the bat, the possibilities are kind of endless, and it's another one of those worlds where honestly, like, pe- everybody seems kind of fine, in terms of the way they live, and the the way that the the government treats everybody and stuff like that, like. There doesn't seem to be much crazy oppression that happens. There's monsters, of course, but you have magic. Yeah. Um, so. That wouldn't sound too bad. Yeah. Like, obviously, I'm, uh, I'm not. Ex- I wouldn't expect just myself as a commoner to be as OP as Merlin's grandson. Yeah, but that's the other part is that Merlin's in that world, and that's fucking cool. Yeah. That's fair. I think. I think I, I think if I were to choose one specific world, 
I mean, it's a tie for me. It's be it's between Iron Crab because of very valid arguments, but it's also uh, between that and uh, Reincarnation of the Slime. Because, again, like, living in a human kingdom doesn't seem so bad. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, honestly, most of the monsters, even, are not even bad guys. Yeah, not to mention, like, even, like, if Rimuru is there during, like, during the time of this, and the monster kingdom is in existence and stuff, they're not a threat. They're not a threat unless you make them a threat. That's, That's really true. what it boils down to. Yeah. Uh, another one that would be a really a really great isekai world to live in. And sorry, Crimson, you're the only one who won't understand this. I'm but, over it. Uh, the the absolute best world to just be a normal person in is the infinite Tsukiyomi. Yeah. Everything is perfect, and you are the winner of that universe. Uh, it is tailor-made for you to be the best possible experience. The only con is that it's not real and you're being absorbed into a tree. And, and being turned into a white zetsu. Yeah. Oh. So that's... <laughs> that's the kinda, only downside? That's kind of rough. But you're not aware of it happening. So yeah, you're pretty much already dead. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. I'm trying to think of other ones I've seen that are isekais. Um, Digimon? I, I don't think I'd be a fan of the world of Digimon. Digimon, I... Mm, You'd that's be like a scary the only world. There. there are tons of humans in Digimon. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. It's been a long-ass time since I've watched it. Yeah, they just uh, they can control the Digimon. Mm -hmm. uh, I think in Yu-Gi-Oh! getting into the... Uh, Noah's universe would be kind of fun where you just get to duel all the time as long as no one's actually trying to steal your actual body. Yeah, if 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 it's just like the game and there's not the the body stealing stuff, the deck master concept so much fun is has always been awesome for me and probably one of the biggest reasons I love Commander and Magic the Gathering because it was basically that before Commander existed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you watch it by the way? Oh, no, I, I didn't get around to watching that video. Fuck. I'll watch it after this. I had one, and then I just lost it. I'm trying to remember now. Look back at your phone where you were just thinking. Oh, I remember now. <laughs> Dragon <laughs> goes house hunting. Is that considered an isekai, considering they know they have stat... Like, no, it's just a fourth wall break. <sighs> oh. Is Deadpool an isekai? I mean... So, is Marvel an isekai? <laughs> right now, yes. <laughs> exactly. My problem is I actually can't definitively tell you if uh, um, Dragon Goes House Hunting is an isekai or not. Because it seems like no. Uh, like it, it could just be comedic fourth wall breaks. Oh, we can we always ask get... Michael when we have him on the show. <laughs> But we do get we do hear conversations from the adventurers about events and stuff like that that really make it sound like they're they're just playing a game. True. Not to mention, they've gotten blown up how many times they've come back every episode. Also, each character does have its own stat card. Yeah. yeah. So I I do think that uh, that they're just really 
really advanced AI in a really advanced video game. That's the world I want to live in. <laughs> the monsters aren't attacking anybody. If anything, they're looking for houses. That's not entirely true. Uh, as long as you're staying in one of the cities, you're good. The the monster that we the monsters that we spend the most time with are the adventures. Uh, <laughs> Let's be yeah, real. <laughs> uh, but the monsters we spend the most time with are not super violent. But I remember like Benny, who would just go. His version of house hunting was just blowing up all of the houses. That's. Fair, but let's be real. In any world that we choose, there's going to be that kind of bullshit. Right, that's going to happen. Right, um, but in that world, we see more of the monster aspect and not quite as much of the human aspect. Yeah. What about the ones within? That's definitely an isekai. It's mostly them just playing a game, so it's kind of similar to. What no, you they see get with- sucked. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, they get sucked in, but they've got it good other than the games. Oh, man, I mean, Bofuri. I mean that one too. That would... Bofuri's like. There's a couple games that are like that. That it's just characters playing a video game. Um, I mean, Gun Gale Online is like that. Um, oh god. But but would you want to live in the world of Bofuri? Uh, if you were like no. an, an NPC. No. I personally want it after seeing the fucking bullshit with the, dr- the Hydra motherfucker. She got lucky. I ain't trying that shit. Uh-uh. No, thank you. I'll vibe in the main city. I'll, vi- I'll, I'll vibe in the hub. I would say no to the Bofuri world just on the, on the fact alone of... You can uh, always hop out. Uh, grenade ladybugs. Yeah. Why would I want to live in a world where ladybugs literally explode if you touch them? That's fair. And they're everywhere. That's valid. <laughs> That's very valid. Um, I had... There was another one I had. So it. I did find a list from CBR.com of the top five we would and would not want to live in for Isekai Worlds. Number 10, Don't RE0, Starting Life in Another World, which I've heard is horrific. The king character, I'm pretty sure, just constantly keeps dying. <laughs> that gets reincarnated. Sounds awful. Um, number 9, Do Konosuba, which, peaceful, peaceful Town of Axel, that's a pretty good one. Get to go adventuring, and the uh, main demon lord is not really that interested in actually killing a lot of people. It's kind of useless, actually. Well, that's good. One of the only shows that has a character more useless than Sakura with Aqua. Yeah, I I, I remember us seeing uh, one episode of the Abridged series at Anime Iowa, and that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, explode! <laughs> this one says Goblin Slayer. I don't think of Goblin Slayer as a isekai, but it does I have very RPG element yeah. aspects of the show. Um, number seven, do in another world with my smartphone, which is a fantasy world, but with cell phone reception. That's hilarious. <laughs> so the real world. Oh, guys, check out this monster that I just saw. That's crazy. Here, let me take a pic and send it to you real quick. Right. That, that 100% sounds like what the show is. Yeah. Selfie with the demon lord. Uh, six, don't death march. Hashtag finna die. Okay. 
Death March to the Parallel World Rhapsody. Enemies lining upon arrival, there are enemies waiting to attack you. In the anime, lizard men are waiting for Ichiro Suzuki, known as Satu, and attack him instantly. Luckily for him, there are high-level adventurers nearby. However, if there are high-level adventurers, then the enemies are strong enough for them to get to those levels. Yeah. Um, five do sort out online with Einkrad. Yeah, they talk about the fact that travel between floors is really easy, so adventuring out if you want to, is fairly simple. Just gotta be careful not to, you know, it's, fucking die. It's only easy as long as somebody else has cleared the boss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, again, kind of things. If we're just normal people, yeah. there's gonna be high-class adventurers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't Saga of Tanya the Evil. I mean, it, the name gives it away. It's basically the real world, but magic is involved. However, there currently is a war going on. Admittedly, being transported into a world where the country is being attacked by other nations is not exactly pleasant. I'm good. The world is on borderlining that. Uh, it's basically set up in Eastern Europe, and based yeah, just constant war. Look, we're already borderlining that at this point in yeah. the real world. I'm good. Three do Mao Sama retry. Is currently being taken over by a demon lord, but instead of the world domination plotline, he's more interesting in economizing a city. That wouldn't be bad. All the monsters of the world live on the outskirts, and the city and villages are mostly safe. You know, in the uh, original, in the uh, like two thousand, the first, <laughs> the first Full Metal Alchemist anime, yeah, in, in that continuity, uh, it, it's a uh, uh, reverse isekai because there, it's. Uh, they have a movie that takes place after the series where they uh, come to our world because if you die on, on, in their world, you get, you possess the body of like your this world's equivalent. So that happened to, to Ed because he dies, spoiler alert, in the end of the original series. That's weird. Um, um. And fights Hitler. Yeah, I just realized that, yeah, this is Demon Lord Retry is the American name for it. Oh. I've seen it. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, Demon Lord Retry and How Not to Summon a Demon Lord are both pretty good. Their worlds seem fine. Yeah. Demon Lord Retry is fun. As soon as I read the Demon Lord just wants to run a successful hot spring service, I'm like, yep, this is Demon Lord Retry. Yeah. That's great. Um, don't is gate. Another world called Special Region is connected to Earth, and it is possible to go back and forth between the two. In the anime, Yuji Itame is sent to the Special World to make peace, but if he miss messes up, they will likely start a war. The entire fate of both worlds relies on his interactions, and I want to, wouldn't want to leave it to him of all people to be the peacemaker. Nah. And then number one, no game, no life. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I know it's not an isekai, I would love to live in Food Wars. Going going to a school with culinary arts and cooking food. Can't you? I'm going to tell you one thing, Cole. You can do Food that. Wars is real life. Yeah, I know. That's why I just said I know it's not an isekai, but I would love. It, to it's not even that. It's not an isekai. It's not even fantasy. It's not even. You could do that now in real life, like right now. You could go to a really good fucking restaurant and have that type of food. You can go to a yeah, school that will teach you to make that, that kind is? of food. And <laughs> I'm a broke bitch. <laughs> you think that French restaurant that he fucking interns at is gonna be cheap? Just, just do, just get Gordon Ramsay's masterclass. How many foodgasms do you think fucking Gordon Ramsay and chefs like that have given people? 
a day. <laughs> Too damn many. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you, you can, that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, you can make those dreams come true right now. <laughs> With this easy step. Yeah. Step one, go to a fucking culinary school. <laughs> That's like, I want to be in the world where I can play Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Listen here, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Licky! <laughs> oh, man. Uh, being um, a normal person on Greed Island would be cool. True, but that's not an isekai. Yes, it is. It's a. It's 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 a fake out isekai. It's as far as the players are aware and concerned. It's completely an isekai because while they're in it, they have no idea that they're here. They they believe they're in a game, and the entire world treats it like that. The the whole island. It's on some borderline bullshit, though. It's an isekai fakeout, though. It's you were just talking about living in food wars. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you shut the fuck up. Look, you know, I, I'll I'll leave that in a gray area. I'm just saying that that uh, man, that they do have to teleport there. It's not an isekai, but I wish I could be in the haiku world where I could go and just play volleyball. <laughs> fuck off. God, I just wish I could get teleported to Prince of Tennis. Uh, if I okay, but Prince of Tennis is really unrealistic. <laughs> Hike uses fucking high school volleyball. <laughs> Set to 5,000. Oh, man. Uh, I don't think any of you have seen this, but there was a show that was on Toonami, and it was actually in the time slot directly after Prince of Tennis, which is the only reason I watched that show. Uh, it was called Mar, uh, which was about this guy... That is it M A H R? Just M A R. There's a little blow over the A's. But it's about this kid who, uh, this like demonic portal opens up in the middle of his classroom and his love interest gets sucked inside, so he jumps in after her. And then he finds this uh, like talking ball on a chain that he uses as a weapon. And people just use like inanimate objects as weapons. It's kind of sweet. So there's an anime called I've Been Killing Slimes for 300 Years and Maxed Out My Level. And just reading the freaking description of it sounds hilarious. About a girl who was a corporate slave who died from exhaustion and was given the chance to reincarnate as whatever she wanted to be so she became a powerful witch. I'm like, yeah, what? I mean, hey. I would not be... I would... I'd be fucking down for that, let's be real. Yeah, absolutely. I can't think of too many more easy guys. I think we've... We've had a lot of the big ones. There's, a, there's a lot of lesser-known isekais, but I just haven't seen enough of them. Yeah. I think Grand Blue Fantasy, the animation, is one. There's another, something like that, that I watched a while back that it's someone playing a video game, and it was terrible. There's also not, like, a whole lot uh, that would be good worlds to live in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for a the majority, they're not terrible, but... No, no, mine was pretty good. I yeah, you chose the literal god realm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I agree. That's a, that's a good one. It's probably the best one you could have. Yeah. Living among the gods? There's, yeah. At least I'm about to hang up on yeah, At least he actually picked an isekai. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, if you think about it, um, the story of Magic the Gathering is just a shit ton of isekai stories. Because everybody just travels. It's not anime, obviously. but That is true. Same with Super Smash Bros. Yeah. That. Yeah, that that 100% is. And, um. Although they're canonically toys. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I would want to live in the world of magic because of. uh, Specifically for two reasons. One, War of Dominaria. And two, Nicol Bolas. Both of those are really only problems if you live in Dominaria. Bolas ain't a problem in just Dominaria. I know, living in Strixhaven would be pretty sweet. I I would fuck with Strixhaven. That's true. Again, magic. Strixhaven wouldn't be bad. Ravnica wouldn't be terrible. I summon the blue-eyes white dragon. You could do that. Yeah. I would not want to live in Zendikar, and I would not want to live in uh, Meryl. I would not want to live in the Shadow Realm. Realm, technically. You want to live in the Shadow Realm? I would not want to live in the Shadow oh, Realm. You don't want to live in the Shadow Realm. Okay. I don't think just anybody like, would. Just be like mine, just trapped in an hourglass for eternity. Ugh. There are, you, there are worse fates that we see in the uh, after Shadow Games than just that. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy in Season Zero who... Actually, it's the guy that, uh, in the first episode, in the flashback, he bullies Yugi and beats the shit out of Joey and Tristan. Mm -hmm. But that guy, uh, he gambles with Yami and loses and gets (laughs) cursed uh, to think that all trash is money. So he thinks he's rich, but he's just carrying around a shit ton of trash. So if he's rich, he's just, but he's actually just fucking psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about another one's ma- one's trash is another man's treasure. Exactly. Truly. There was another lady who, it was one of Yugi's teachers, uh, and Yami put a curse on her because she would always make fun of her students, So, uh, but she always wore a shit ton of makeup. And Yami put a curse on her that made it so every time she wore makeup, it would turn into a puzzle and fall off of her face to reveal, and her normal face turned, like, ancient and decrepit. Crazy. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Zero is messed up. (laughs) Yeah. Yami is metal as fuck before he starts playing card games. It's a good thing they gave him that to mellow him out. Oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) He stops cursing him. I have so much rage! Children's card games! (laughs) I've got so much dark angst. What dark magician I am in? Dark magician girl, I'm in her. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, do we want to move on to our anime assignment? I think so. Yeah. Isekais are great. Isekais are great. Yeah. Uh, so damn many. Feel free to uh, to comment and tell us what isekai worlds that you'd want to live in, or which ones that you would avoid like the plague. Um, and also, avoid the COVID like the plague. Yeah. <laughs> so, this, uh, this assignment for the week, I'm assigning Neon Genesis Evangelion, along with the movie End of Evangelion. It's all available on Netflix. Um, I, I do want to point out beforehand the uh company that did the original dub for for neon genesis uh shut down like a decade ago so the netflix version is a entirely different dub and it did actually change a couple of things here and there in certain discussions 
which but, we can talk about yeah. next week. Yeah, but we'll we'll get there when we get there. How the fuck do you spell Evangelion? Uh, E-V-A-N-G-E-L-I-O-N. Alright. I had write it in. Yep. Honestly, if you just Google Neon Genesis, you'll oh, find it. Yeah. it. yeah. So, Neon Genesis Evangelion, the series, and then also End of Evangelion, the movie. I've been watching it this week. It's so fucking good. How long is this? 26 episodes. Oh, okay. I can yep. probably knock that out. It's a... Uh, Technically, a mecha versus kaiju show, but they're not—they're not really mechs. They're it mechs, just, but not really mechs. They it's look a flesh like mecha. Yeah, it's, it's a flecka. Flecka. Like remember that old horse movie, Flicka? <laughs> this is Flecka. Yeah. Walk a Flecka. <laughs> God damn it! You beat me to the joke. Oh, I was about to fucking say that too. Uh, uh, but yeah. Are you fucking mad? Let's. Uh, I'm fucking mad. Let's uh, get into the assignments, plural, that we had this past week. Crimson, do you want to talk about Hasbun Hotel first, or do you want to talk about Moriarty first? I feel like we'll have a lot more to talk about with Moriarty than we would with Hasbun, considering yeah. one episode versus thir- 11 episodes. Yeah. So let's start with Hasbun. I stumbled upon this on a whim via TikTok one day. I saw a scene from it. I was like, this is incredible. I spent about three days trying to figure out what it was and found it. And I've loved it ever since, and I've watched that at least 50 times. <laughs> uh, this is my first time watching it, but I've had several friends tell me about this show before, or this episode. For someone who, like, for a YouTuber to be able to produce something like this, to this degree, is incredible. Uh, like, you know, I'm just waiting for that, uh, uh, the rest of it to come, if they were able to just because they put a lot of work into this pilot, you can tell. They've got, I think, in the two years, I can probably look it up, I think in the two years that they've had that episode out, it's gotten, like, 67-plus million views. And it's only been out for, I think, two and a half years, roughly. Jeez. Yeah, it's it's been, it's gotten up there. But, um... Yeah, I 100%... Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. 69 million views. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, this is one of the. This is uh, this was definitely Vivzy Pop's passion project. Uh, I've actually I learned through watching a bunch of videos throughout my time afterwards is that uh, she's actually started she started working on this back in high school, like all the characters and stuff, and you know plotting it up in her head and stuff, and then she finally produced it out, and yeah, between the fandom for it and everything, like. The, the fandom's not, like, there's no toxic fandom about it because it's too good. There's so much lore built into it behind the scenes that, like, you pick out slowly as you're watching, like, as you notice this, that, and the other thing. Plus, with Hell of a Boss, it helps. Um, it's just the characters are just so enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I I love it. I <laughs> Radio Demon's my favorite. Alistair is best. I fucking followed by that. Angel Dust yeah. and then Vaggy. What's up? I'm going on a quick tangent, real quick. Do when it. it comes to people talking, like like the radio guy and how that used to be how people used to talk. No. You know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, they talk about the 1920s radio. That's exactly how they sounded. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like that voice, and that's how like everybody talked. Like when you when you see like back and you look at old shows. 
people talk a certain way. How? What the fuck happened? So okay. You know so, what I'm saying? How did they talk like that, and then now we don't talk like that? Or like, why did they talk like that specifically for the show? You know what I'm saying? It's weird to me. Yeah. Um, I know why. I don't know why he specifically talks like that, but I know quite a bit about him. From I, I like, think I think like he's asking in real life historically why people stopped talking like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, times have changed and people have gotten stupider. Uh, well. Uh, Dialect stupider but smarter at the same time. It, it, it's not really an intelligence thing. It's uh, dialect evolves with culture, that so it true. changes with time. The way people speak changes with time. Every single generation. Yeah. Uh, Here and, yeah, yeah and then, pretty much. And then part of the way that we hear them is also due to the technology that was available at the time. Yeah. Because they didn't. They didn't sound, you know, exactly like that. That's just kind of a distorted yeah. version. Remind me after this, uh, Zaria, to send you a video about Alistair that's like, goes more into his backstory of how he came to be. I think you'll love it. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. I, I especially liked his, his like glitching thing that he does. Yeah. When they were like, Oh, don't, don't hurt us or you can't hurt us. And he was like, Oh, if I wanted to hurt you, I would, I have, done would so. have done so. I, just like glitching all over yeah. the place. And... He, he's definitely one of my favorite. Between the voice, his demeanor is just like he's so confident with everything, and he has every right to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like he's, I love how he's scheming stuff on the side, also, and I, just his entire existence is fantastic, especially for this show. Uh, Angel Dust is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Michael Kovac is Angel Dust, spot on, to a T. Um, uh, Dragon Girl's house hunting and seeing him in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two completely different. I'm really happy that uh, I personally saw Dragon Ghost house hunting first. And so I can is. hear Angel Dust as Letty first. <laughs> I heard it vice versa. I heard Angel Dust first, and then Letty, and I'm like, so you're telling me I, this, the literal porn star demon is a self-conscious dragon I, who's raising a tiny bird? Who's raising a yeah. tiny bird trying to find a home? See, I thought it was even funnier the other way around. Like, he's, for me, my perception of him, he starts out as the innocent, scared as shit <laughs> dragon raising a little bird as his own. And, and now. Then he goes to being a porn star <laughs> that's destroying hell. Yeah. Like, twist. These two worlds are connected, and Lenny goes to hell. And, he <laughs> and he's just crying as Angel Dust is. Is touching him in no-no places. Oh my He's God. like, I don't want anybody no, no, around no, no, me. Angel Dust is the same person. <laughs> Letty just becomes Angel Dust. Yeah. What if Letty is Angel Dust's hell? Maybe. He got <laughs> isekai'd. <laughs> and that's how we get Letty. back to Dragon Ghost House Hunting. <laughs> being an isekai. I will say... When I started watching the show, I was not about to have it. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This is opening up with them. I hate musicals. I'm not a big fan of musicals. And when I started off singing, I was like, this show, I'm about to fucking hate. 
I swear to God, if this is going to be a musical that I'm being forced to watch for one episode, I'd rather just die. You know what I'm saying? And then it turned no, out to only like twice on Tuesday because the rest of the show is fucking hilarious. Yeah. So, this is the greatest show. Um, <laughs> I honestly enjoyed the way they open it because it also sets up for, like, this is kind of the world that's going on. But, like, they show the angels and stuff and how there's kind of how the system works. And I think, I mean, the songs are actually pretty banger also, not to mention. But, yeah. I like musicals. Yeah. I, I don't. I just overall enjoyed this show. I think this is the third time I've watched it, and I fucking love it every <laughs> single time. Same. And with Vivzy dropping, I think it was a couple weeks ago, she just dropped a tweet about how, uh, stay, like, stay tuned for upcoming uh, news on Hasbin Hotel. Dude, every day I've been checking Twitter. I've been checking her Twitter being like, when? We'll get to break some news on Sunday. Dude, me- I'll be, I'll hope that we can. I don't know if he'll be able to say much, but I hope so. If we do, I will lose my mind. Up in here? Uh, everywhere. My mind will literally go all <laughs> over the place. Here, up in there. Over there. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so do we want to rate Hasbin Hotel and then we'll jump into Moriarty? I mean, we don't necessarily have to rate Hasbin Hotel. It's just one episode. I can't. I can't. I can't give it more than an incomplete grade. That's fair because it's thirty minutes. I. It's only a pilot. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, if I was going to grade a single episode, I'd probably give it a an eight and a half or a nine. It was a great episode. Yeah. I don't. I don't really have any problems with it. I'm excited for more. Yeah. Same. Right. Re- really well done pilot. Yeah, really well done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, so what about Moriarty? Uh, Moriarty the Patriot was another... Uh, I somehow stumble upon a whim with a lot of the shows that I find. This was one that um, I th- I'm trying to remember how I ended up finding about this show. TikTok. I don't think it was TikTok. I don't think this one was TikTok. I think this one was... Um, I was stumbling through Funimation stuff and uh, looking through their news, and I think that this popped up on their news stuff, and I was like, interesting. And I've, you know, I've been meaning to assign it for literal months now, but I was waiting for the dub to come out as well, so that way people had options if they wanted to do sub and dub, and uh, I fucking love this show. I was half tempted to watch it probably two more times. This this entire week. Can I finally tell you the spoiler that I've known about yes. for six fucking months? Yes. That Moriarty kills the family. Yeah. I've known about that this entire fucking time. This show is dark in all the right places. Yeah. Absolutely. I, it has to be if it's going to be about Moriarty, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, and one, a Sherlock Holmes anime. Great. Mm-hmm. One that starts talking about Moriarty and then brings Sherlock in. I love that. Yeah. Very original. Because yeah. everything's always about Sherlock. And I love that we got a couple episodes with him. Also, Dr. Watson, once again, still the best character in a Sherlock-related anything. Yes. The thing that I love, this show, when it did bring in uh, Sherlock, like when, uh, when he came in on the boat, that was already really cool. But then... Like, it did something, it had the fan service episodes with a study in S, 
which is a real Sherlock story. Yeah. And they had two episodes dedicated to that. that Wasn't was, that the one where uh, it was the guy who was dying of, like, a disease or something did the murder? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the cab driver. I yeah. loved the, that part, those that two-parter episode. Yeah. That and the, the last two episodes with the train. Oh. The two detectives. That yeah. one was awesome. Aaron Dismuke as Moriarty spot on mm-hmm. I think this was his best role and that's saying something when he also played the original Alphonse Elric and Senku yeah and he's also Sun Eater in, M- in MHA yeah but those that role's not even close to the other three I like, mean yeah <laughs> Sun Eater's great but yeah no compared to, Sen- yeah, compared to Senku as what especially Senku and uh, Alphonse I zoned out for half a second yeah this was his role as Moriarty was like he added a very, like, he added his own dark twist to the way he wanted to voice the character. And with everything that was happening around it, it worked so well. I actually got goosebumps most times watching this show. I'm going to say this much. If Aaron Dismuke starts getting typecast as the even keel, not going to show emotion unless I really want to, brilliant character who's also incredibly interesting... I'm totally down for that because I would love him to play every character like that forever. Dude. I would have loved for him to play um, Crow and Ruby. Yeah. In all honesty, after the whole Vickis incident, I think he would have been a perfect, you know, runner-up for it. Yeah, honestly. But I, between the animation, the story, the characters, there's not much like there is character development. Per se, because you get, like, the backstory of Moriarty and everything and, like, how he grew up to be who he is. But just, like, the world building around it and how you just see the evolving of the characters, I think it's beautiful. I love the relationship between the three siblings, too. Yes. Yes, I 100% agree with that. Lewis was, like, I like Lewis because he's very quiet, but, like... You mess with his brother, he's like, I will fucking end you. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I 100% agree. This show was incredible. It, there's so many things I want to talk about, but I can't find the words for them. But, Try different words instead that I, have similar meanings. I can't. Brain, brain not cooperate <laughs> with word mouths. Um, the cast was also fantastic. Yeah. Like, outside of just Aaron Disney, Chris Guerrero... Fucking Heinz will go as Albert. Yeah. Yeah, they they definitely had a very good cast behind this. Um, very excited. In the closing scene, we got introduced to Mycroft, who was played by J. Fucking Michael Tatum. <laughs> I'm real excited to see his character in yeah. the show. Um. Oh, it was like I was about to the. Intro outro for this. Oh man, I loved. I think I love the intro more than I love the out. I mean, obviously, I love the intros more than outros normally, but the outro for this was still really good. The intro was beautiful. It flipped the script on most intros outros. Usually, the intro is the upbeat, fun, and the outro is the super depressing one. <laughs> yeah, and it's the exact opposite this time. It's like, oh, we're gonna have you know the intellectual battle between M- Moriarty and Sherlock Holmes throughout this to hard pounding classical music, and then we're gonna play with paint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought the song choice was like. 
very fitting for the show. Like, the way that it opens up, like, every time the opening shows up and the intro starts, it's just so powerful. Mm -hmm. And it shows you, like, this is what you're getting yourself into. And... And even the, the lyrics, I don't know if you ever read the lyrics when the, uh, during anime openings, but... Sometimes it, I do, yeah. It's all about uh, him being a king of thieves, ruling the world and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, hell yeah, that's epic. That's him. Um, Wiki, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I thought it was very cool. Honestly, I don't know a lot about Sherlock Holmes and all other stuff. Like we had in that previous conversation, like I, I'm not gonna like I never read anything Sherlock related. I just saw the movies with uh, what's his name, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. The only thing I ever saw. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know anything about the stories, but I thought this story was fucking awesome for what I witnessed. I loved all the characters. I loved all the like the dynamic scheming and shit, like planning that was involved in all of it. Yeah, especially during the boat when they were bringing up their plans and they had that noble kill like basically kill this guy right and have him re-kill him in front of everybody which was fucking crazy yeah and then when Sherlock got introduced and they were both playing mind games with each other like trying to figure each other out and what that and then at the end when they were having a competition together and uh Moriarty placed his blood on this dude's glasses I was like, what the fuck? Dude, I love that. Yeah. Um, I 100% agree with that. Moriarty is a goddamn genius. I love his ideology. Kill all the nobles? Kill all the nobles. He yeah. un- he, uh, as, he understands how corrupt the nobles are, and I respect the hell out of him for it. He's a very... Uh, eat the rich kind of guy and yeah. I, I for one support that yeah a hundred percent like i know he's supposed to be the bad guy his ideology there's i can't find any flaws in it if you're living in the world like this where the nobles are like the you know the worst people of all society and they're like you know fuck everybody else kind of a thing then yes i agree with his ideology 100 percent. the flaw in moriarty um uh, is that being a... I mean, besides the murdering. That, that's, <laughs> that's the biggest thing, is that he doesn't technically just target nobles because he's a being a criminal consultant. Anytime a criminal wants to do their perfect crimes, they come to him and he helps them. It doesn't matter what the crime is yeah. or if it even uh, like aligns with his goals. Yeah. They want to be a better criminal, they come to him, he gives them advice. Yeah, that is also so, true. So... Um, Bad sh- a lot of bad shit happens because of Moriarty and yeah. the, the stories. So I'm, I'm ready for part two. Yeah. I almost was going to start watching it subbed. Oh, I 100% plan to. I'm not waiting for the dub. I'm excited to see Mycroft as J. Michael Tatum, but also, I don't want to wait. I that's, really like that's my Yeah, that's my thing. Is like I really don't want to wait, but also at the same time, like hearing more, like hearing uh, Aaron Dismuk as Moriarty like doing it so well and then changing it to like the sub and stuff i feel i personally feel like i will not get the same dynamic my only problem is uh, uh a lot of in a lot of animes they're pretty bad at european accents that is true i didn't think aaron did terrible like 
it well, wasn't the we're, best we're, admittedly. We're listening to it dubbed. So yeah. that's not that I'm talking about switching to subs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not very good that's at fair. European accents. That's what, yeah. What's weird enough is uh uh when they do like southern accents, I've heard in some animes they'll be like cowboys and they'll still be speaking Japanese but have it be like Western. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. Shall we go into ratings, gentlemen? Sure. We already uh, know what you're giving it. Yeah. I'm bias aside for my love for the show. I'm still giving this a ten out of ten. I loved everything about it. There was never a dull moment in this show. There was never an, in my mind, there was not an episode that slowed down the show. It was just constantly like you, like you know, what you're getting yourself into. Have fun on the ride. And for me, there was never an episode that slowed down. And it kept my attention the entire time. I was wanting more. And now that, like, you know, now that part two is out, I'm really, like, I really want to watch it. But I also want to wait for the dub because I want to, I was already doing it in the dub. I want to follow through with it. But the characters were great. The soundtrack was incredible. The story was definitely something I've never seen of the, you know, we always see the story of Sherlock, but we never see the other side of it, and I love it. Um, so yeah, I'm giving this a ten out of ten. I I love this show so much. Hell yeah, Wiki. I'm going last, bro. What? Why are we going to the rotation of that? Wait, hold up. We already fucked it up. You went first. I'm uh, I'm also giving it a ten. Yeah. <laughs> Any reasoning behind it? I, I already stated it. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, Zario. Um, I'm gonna give it a, a nine. I don't think it was perfect, but <sighs> I. I <laughs> sorry. Uh, but this show is still phenomenal. Uh, I think uh, as long as it keeps up with the same trends that it has been doing, mm-hmm. then, uh, and keeps with that upward climb, uh, then it might get that, uh, that perfect point, but, uh, phenomenal show. And I do like how this show really does keep to a, a, a healthy balance of how much Sherlock that it should show us. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause it would be a shame to have zero Sherlock. Yeah. Or even if it was just like, you know, played him off as the enemy so he's never around. Yeah. Uh, the amount that he is around I, th- I think I like so far. I definitely do plan to assign part two once it gets dubbed. And then as like bonus credit, we go back and rewatch the first half because I think it totals like 22 episodes or something like that. Right. 23. But yeah. Reggie? Uh, so I'm also going with a nine. I was really going back and forth between nine, nine and a half, and ten. There's just a couple parts that kind of stand out to me that do kind of drag it down a little bit and it's which parts albert the brother okay i did not like how quick he went from yeah this guy is gonna help change a lot of things to yeah let's murder my family and burn down my house i just didn't really like how quick that was i like i get it wasn't quick because he's been feeling that way it just was an accumulation of those moments up to one specific point to where he finally broke yeah, but instead of, like, uh, we need to change things, I need to, you know, change my family. He didn't even try to change his family. He just took murder. That we know of. I, I yes, but like based on what I've I seen, like... 
I've got to base it on what I've seen. And what I've seen is he went from zero to a hundred real fucking quick. <laughs> no, I don't agree with that. Yeah, he, he did pretty immediately just decide, yeah, I'll, I'll shank my brother. Fuck it. I mean, in all fairness, his brother 100% deserved it. I agree. Yeah. I did. Like he's been trying to stop his brother from being this way. He knew he's, he, his brother treated all these peasants and stuff the way you could call it like that his entire life. He's known about his brother stabbing people and shit, and then this last thing was his last straw, and it just fucking snapped. And his parents, he knew, were enabling it, and his, he knew his parents were still doing the same thing. This was just his last straw. That was his breaking point. Yeah. I don't disagree. Like I don't disagree with how it like that. It what was done. I disagree with how quick it was. Because from what we saw, there were no attempts to trying to change the family or even just leaving the family. They just jumped to yeah. I'm gonna murder my parents. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. I, I get that. I will say the the uh, that part was specifically. Moriarty's plan so he could take the identity yeah, of the brother and all Which, of the money. again, five steps ahead, like, holy shit. Yeah. And then the part that I both loved and kind of hated was when they ran into each other on the train. I love the fact that it happened because you see Lewis even say, Sherlock, what's he doing here mm-hmm. in his head? That at first when you... Him showing up like, oh, this has got to be part of Moriarty's plan. The fact that it wasn't was brilliant. Yeah. I don't like the fact that there was also a murder on the train. There's just too much happenstance uh. right there. Because I thought maybe the murder was part of the plan because he wants to get Sher- you know, to see more of the deduction ability of Sherlock. The fact that it just happened when two of the most brilliant people who are also arch enemies, <laughs> without one of them knowing that, are on the train while also having... <laughs> All these, you know, detectives and fucking people in the military that are also there. It's and John a li- gets blamed. Yeah. It's a little too much happenstance for me. But again, I'm not docking it much. I'll, I'll tell you this much. It's more nine and a half than it is nine. Fair it's just enough. a couple little things that I can't give it a perfect score. Also, nine is still a phenomenal oh, yeah. score. Yeah. yeah. I still fucking love this show. I told you before we started recording, I'll say it again on air. This was my favorite show. You have... Uh, a sign so far and it's not close like Joker game was good Dead Man Wonderland was good Akudama Drive was good Ruby was okay this show is fantastic yeah like this is easily I know that Joker game got all got all tens, tens all around this show is better than Joker game and yet the rating is lower <laughs> <laughs> that's just for a lot of like you know, we've watched a lot of really good anime since Joker came. That is fair. That is very fair. Yeah, I, I think it's a nine and a half. I I think this show is like if I had to give it like an exact, it's probably like a ninety six out of a hundred. I'll take that. Yeah. My wife loved it. That's fair, and she is very much a stickler on what anime she watches. Yeah. Uh, if if you guys do want to, Wiki, you said you haven't really read much of uh, Sherlock Holmes novels. If you guys do want to get more into it, personally, I recommend the uh, BBC Sherlock with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Eric has watched that. She said it's really good. It's it phenomenal. Is, it is one of my favorite shows. The, the last season is kind of eh, but the first three seasons are, God, so amazing. Also, Moriarty in that show mm-hmm. is one of a kind. Yeah. Like, Moriarty in that show is 
better than the one in this show, which is saying something. But also, I loved the design of the apartment in 221B in this show was almost identical to the one in the BBC show. Yeah, that's awesome. It's also, I believe, also all on Netflix. Yep. Including the uh, Victorian era movie that they had, I think. That's the only thing I haven't seen of that, but... I saw it in theaters. It leads up to the final season, actually. Weirdly enough. Outside of that show, and I think a little bit of, like, drama stuff I read in high school, I don't know a lot about Sherlock, but the little bit... Sherlock Holmes is still one of my favorite fictional characters, because the stuff I have seen has been amazing. Yeah. All right. I've come to learn on this show that, like... I can get, if I can get 9s and 10s, I'll take them. <laughs> I don't, I've got my perfect 10 out of the way. I'm good. The, I mean, the way I see it, like, any any one of us should be happy, really, realistically, with any show that gets, like, an 8 or higher. Yeah. Like... I'm with a level 5, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we've we, only had two shows that have gotten ratings below... Sorry, three. All assigned by Cole. We, we've, ju- we've just... In the terms of like how generous we are with points, I feel a lot of times uh, eight eight is still I think really good. I think the only three shows that have at least one of us has rated below a five have been uh, Sky Wizarding Academy, Corpse Party, and Aggressico, and that's just because Wiki really fucking hated it. <laughs> I didn't even rate it that low. Yeah. Fuck that show. <laughs> all right. Well. I think that's all of our time this week. Uh, so once again, the assignment coming up for uh, for this week will be Neon Genesis, Evangelion, and End of Evangelion. Uh, until then, thanks again for listening, guys, and we will catch you next week. I love you. Sayonara! Also, before we go, oh. um, by the time this one is aired, we will be done with the live stream. So we just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in, helping us out with everything, and know that we still got a couple days left of Nerdvember still looking for donations and the last week we'll be raffling off a signed picture of Angel Dust from Michael Kovac we're really excited to uh, get this last push before the end of the month as of recording we have raised $820 which is insane as it is mm-hmm. yeah i'm so excited for when we do have the live stream and just seeing just how many people will be willing to donate for such a great cause so just the fact that we're already almost a third there before the live stream even yeah Yeah. that it's incredible yeah so thank you guys to thank you to those of you that have already donated and a big thank you to those that are planning to donate to people that have shared our posts tuned in to our episodes and just kind of helped us out with everything on this yes thank you all and if you haven't gotten a chance to go back and you know see the live stream, make sure you check it out on our Facebook page. And our interviews with Michael Kovac, as well as Brian Beacock, and then might as well tell it because you've probably already seen it on Facebook. John Swayze is our third guest of honor. He is the voice of Lord Death in Soul Eater. He is all for one in My Hero Academia. He is Crocodile in One Piece. And he is Gendo Ikari. Ikari in Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. He's got a really big knack for playing villains, but Mm -hmm. those will also come up as special episodes over the next couple of months. So if you guys didn't get a chance to watch and you don't want to scroll through 12 hours of footage to find them, just stay tuned and we'll have the interviews up here shortly. 
All right. You can watch the whole 12 hours if you want to, though. We're not going to stop you. Oh, that's, absolutely not. That's for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll be on Facebook for it, and we'll also be on Twitch for it. So if you don't have, if you don't want to watch on Facebook, you can check it out on Twitch. If you don't want to watch on Twitch, check it out on Facebook. Or not both. Or, yeah, or both. At the same time, have dual one. screens. Yep, there you go, dual screens. Boom. Nailed it. See, right. see if your uh, if your two videos sync up. That'll be interesting. <laughs> All right. Have a good night, y'all. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Weekly Weaves podcast. We'll be back next week with more exciting anime talk. Make sure to join us every show to stay up to date with what's going on in the world of anime. We'll catch you next time.